8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. The Viewpoint with Ashraf Garda. Good evening to you. I'm giving like a thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the show. The Viewpoint is where you're at. The Viewpoint is what it is. For the next two hours, I want to get your view. I'll get the, my view of the guests, and we will talk about a range of issues. We will talk about that vigil um, that's uh, taking place around 9.30. Is looking at some of the big issues of the day, including the other one that's developed is the issue of labor brokers. And uh, labor brokers now broke or broken. We'll certainly touch on that. Zimbabwe is... Our big focus ahead of the election, we'll talk about that at 9 o'clock. But our big hitter for the night, who we spend one hour with, is the Premier of Limpopo, also the ANC Provincial Chair, that's of Limpopo, and that's Premier Stanley Matabata. So good chatting to you, and good evening, and thank you for being our big hitter. Good evening, Ashraf, and good evening to your listeners Thank also. You. So it's an interesting time for you. I mean, uh, uh, A, being the chairperson of, of um, I mean, the premier of, of the region, but also re-elected now as the, the chair of the ANC in the region. Uh, how, how much, you know, how much attention, how much importance do you put to that, the fact that you've been re-elected in that position as the chair of your of your political party? Oh, well, it's very, it's very important, uh, Ashraf, because... Uh, Oh, basically, like we always say that uh, the ANC is the center. Uh, that is why some people tend to mistake the statement to be saying that the ANC comes first and the people later, which is not the case. The ANC is the center and government must implement uh, the, the ruling party's policies uh, in the interest of the people of the, uh, the country and the province. So if you are at the helm of the center and you are also the implementer in government, it becomes better because you know exactly the thinking of uh, those people who came with uh, the legislation. All right. Let, let's talk about some, some of the issues um, in terms of you being, you know, re-elected that, that you want to share. I mean, we, lots of discussion around a, a very divided uh, region that you now are, that you're the head of w- what are your thoughts about about the goings on in in your region the um, division that you are talking about i'm not very sure about it because if you are elected twice you remember in 2014 i was elected unopposed mm-hmm. this year again uh, after four years, I'm elected unimposed, unopposed. Uh, if that means division, I don't know a division between who and who. Well, there certainly were were efforts to challenge uh, that conference beforehand, and then and you know that there was an issue of a, a possible court case. It may not be a division oh, against yeah. you, okay. but it certainly it does reflect the fact that everything's not well in that region, isn't it? In 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 Pitamkawa region, yeah. In Pitamkawa region, yes, there was a youth league uh, group. Uh, in fact, it's individual members of the youth league uh, from Pitamkawa who felt that uh, the processes were not thorough uh, going towards uh, the, elec- the, the elective conference of Pitamkawa, which in turn meant that uh, the provincial conference was also supposed to be affected also because the process was the same. And we were, say, we were saying to them, but that cannot really reflect division because it's just dissatisfaction of some few individuals, individual members of the youth league. Uh, so, I mean, 
that is normal that uh, when you go to elective, elective conferences, you'll have people, some individuals who are not happy because she, uh, numbers are not favoring them or because of this and that. But uh, like like we said uh, uh, in all our interviews, we we always felt that we will win that case because uh, we, we we feel that we, we were very detailed, we were very thorough, we did everything according to the book, and there was nothing wrong that we did. Okay, lots to talk about. I also wish to uh, invite you to engage with the Premier of the region of Limpopo, but also the, the ANC provincial chairperson in that region. That's uh, Premier Stena Matabato. So what questions would you like to ask him? Uh, here's your chance. He's the big hitter for the night. Do take advantage of that opportunity. 891 If you're tweeting, uh, do tweet using hashtag SFM Viewpoint, as per always. And then the third part is uh, you can SMS us 40938 More to come from the Premier of Limpopo after this. Take your life from ordinary to extraordinary. Enroll now for a Mancosa postgraduate diploma and qualify for four credits onto our prestigious MBA program. Register now. Mancosa, Southern Africa's leading distance private higher education institution and proud member of Honors United Universities. Visit our website www.mancosa.co.za or SMS Mancosa and your email address to 34745 Mancosa. Dream it. We'll take you there. 11 August at Grand West in Cape Town, Martin van Staten defends his EFC title against a former champion, USA's Dave Mazzani. This Sunday, witness the war as van Staten fought for gold against the dangerous Gavin Hughes. Plus, we look back to the best submissions of 2017 featuring Kundari, Octavio, and Dehosha. EFC, this Sunday at 10 p.m. on SABC3. Brought to you by SABC Sport. Wake up with your feel-good breakfast show espresso to get a healthy dose of the most energetic breakfast crew in Mzansi. That's Espresso, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on SABC3. The stage is yours. Hard-hitting interviews on SAFM. I certainly welcome your calls, and I'll take them in just a moment. Safudi, stick around. Nevari as well. Uh, Want to get your opinions. My guest is uh, Premier Stan Matabata, the ANC. Uh, well, first of all, the chairperson of the ANC in that region, Limpopo, but also the premier of, of that region. Before before I get to the calls, give us a, uh, an oversight, overview, in fact, of the state of the, state of the province. I, 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 I lost you for... I was saying, give us uh, your thoughts on the state of your province. Um, I think uh, the province is, uh, is is running very stable uh, in terms of uh, economic development. We are developing, we are coming back. We just came back from uh, a very successful uh, tra- trade mission in China where we were and able to secure an investment of about uh, more than 100 billion rents uh, in our special economic zone. Uh, 
as you saw day before yesterday or yesterday, day before yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, so about four big companies, big conglomerates that I visited personally uh, in China, uh, signed uh, memorandums of uh, understanding with uh, our Limpopo Economic De- Development Agency, which says uh, you're, you'll be having uh, about 120 to 130 billion uh, South African rents as new money into your economy. That means a lot, about uh, 21,000 people who are supposed to be employed and about uh, uh, 1,100 uh, at the technical stage. Okay, so so that, that figure the, again, let's, let's, let's get that figure clearly. How much is it again? Sorry. The figure of investment, the, yeah? Uh, it's a uh, ten billion United States dollars. Okay, got which, that. Yeah, yeah. Now, would that be in terms of a loan or an actual investment in no, projects? No, there is no loan there. It's actual investment. What, what is There's, it? What is it that that you know? Can you tell us more about some of the specific projects? Um, yes, uh, you will be having uh, the iron melting project where you've got a company called Tisco, which is investing in that one. You'll be having a power-producing uh, uh, project in that area, where a company called uh, Power China will be investing in it. You'll also ha- be having a company that is going to inver- invest in uh, developing a, coke, a coking plant uh, out of coal for the melting of steel. Um, I think it's MCC of China. They will be investing in in, in that project also. And there is uh, the fourth company that will also be investing there, uh, which I may not uh, be able to remember from the top of mm-hmm. my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there is no there is there is there is no loan in in that. It's is pure okay, investment. That. That's that's something that uh, we have started working on on. Uh, for the past two years already. All right. The, the, the other parties, I mean, that, that's the one thing, uh, and I will get to callers in a minute, uh, but that's not the only measure of your province, right? I mean, if you were to, therefore, give us just a, a general overview of the state of your province, what would that be? The general overview of yeah. the state of the province, mm. meaning uh, economically or in terms of... Well, uh, well maybe all, you know, maybe, maybe over a few, maybe a few... Uh, well, let me just say, if you have to rate your province out of 10, all things considered, you know, from the economy, education, health, issues of crime, issues of uh, skills, uh, development, where would you, uh, you know, jobs... Remember, remember, um, Ashraf, we are a rural province where you would have uh, various uh, serious challenges when it comes to resource, uh, human resources because it, it, it's always very difficult to attract a skill into the rural areas. That is an international phenomenon. It's not only in South Africa. And in, 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 in Limpopo itself, you've got about 80% of your area being rural under traditional leadership, and some is just a pure rural areas. Uh, so, 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 so it becomes very difficult to attract uh, that skill that you need to, to, you are, you are specialists in your hospitals, you are doctors in your hospitals. That is why we, we decided to, uh, invest a lot into this project of, uh, the, the 
Cuban doctors into the project of uh, sending our own students in, in, in medical universities in South, inside the country. For the past three years, we have been doing that, and I think it's, it's also paying dividends. But we're still a long way before, before we can say we are happy with our health situation in the province. Okay. Education, you know that when we came in, we had serious problems where people could not even deliver uh, sufficient textbooks and uh, stationery to students, I mean to people, to school children, simply because we did not have proper systems uh, that would be in the position to can tell us as to how many children do we have in a particular school. We did not have information, not have that, but we we turned that situation around. Currently, uh, that's a thing of the past. You know, you would also have a situation where you you still have a lot of pit toilets because uh, of our the rural nature of the province. Those are the kind of the challenge, challenges that, uh, as a rural province, we are facing. Where other provinces, such as your Houghton, your Western Cape, may not be in the position to to face such challenges because they are not as rural as we are. Okay, we'll we'll certainly pick up on that and what that means. Let's let's get to calls, however. So um, f- first up, uh, we'll get to Navali in a minute. Uh, We've just lost, uh, I want to see if I've got, uh, Safuda, do call back. I want to pick up your call. I want to get your thoughts immediately. And Nevari, go ahead. Hello. Hey, Asra, as uh, uh, Premier uh, Matawas, good evening. Good evening, indeed. Good evening. Yes. No, you are you are hosting there a man of honor and integrity, and I think that we need to actually congratulate him for re-election. He's a, a very Thank good you. politician. I think that he has uh, you know, the interest of the people of Limpopo at heart. Uh, but Premier, I just want us to perhaps you could help us to understand this. Look, I I had uh, been commuting from Bumalanga uh, and Limpopo for a very long time, uh, mm-hmm. almost ten years, and I've identified that uh, there's a silo development between Bumalanga and Limpopo with regard to this mining area of uh, Begasford. There's no mobility; the mobility is not smooth. There's no there's no economic activities between Bumalanga and Limpopo. So I want you to tell us exactly what is the plan with regard to that area because the roads there were quite bad. And you could see that there's no relationship between these two provinces. And if, if you are to check in that space, I'm sure we can have a, a powerful development corridor in that part of a mining town. But secondly, Premier, there's an issue with regard to the far north um, agricultural capacity, which I don't think that we have tapped in so well as part of our infrastructure development, but also as part of our manufacturing of uh, those, uh, you know, fruits and agricultural products that come from that part of the country. There's too much substance farming that is not actually commercialized. What is the plan of the province to deal with those, uh, you know, with those uh, issues that relate to the far north? Okay. Lastly, uh, Premier, mm. lastly, Premier, I, I know that uh, this might have been part of the historical problem, but if you go to our hospital in the province, I mean, the, the sheets uh, I'm smelling, the medic- you know, Chilidini Hospital is just a mess, Guiana Hospital is just a mess. What is the plan, Premier, to deal with that thing, to make Limpopo a province of excellence? I know you have that capacity to do that. I think that we need to work towards that, build a, a cabinet that is activist cabinet of MECs who are really ready to work for our people, Premier. I think we would really appreciate that when you leave office in the next five years, you have done exceptionally well on that part of building an activist government. Thank you very much. Okay, there you are. Lots of uh, call, lots of thoughts, and certainly very, very complimentary by and large, uh, Nevari. Thank you for that call. We lost some other callers uh, early on. If you call back, I will take your call right uh, right away. Uh, Premier uh, Matamata, respond to that? 
Yes, so it, like I said, we're still having a lot of challenges with, uh, within our health department, health, more especially the two big departments, health and education. Uh, we're still having a, a lot of challenges, but like I said, we have managed to resolve a lot of them. Um, the, the, we do have a very capable MEC for health, uh, Dr. Ramatua. Who, who who spent sleepless nights in trying to transform that department into a working machinery. But uh, like I'm saying, uh, it's a very huge uh, dinosaur uh, that uh, that really needs to, to, to be turned around, and uh, I'm sure that we'll be able to do that. Uh, when it comes to the issues of uh, dirty laundries and all this kind of thing, we are enforcing all our laundries now. We had, when we came in, uh, in 2014, um, most of the laundries were not were no longer working in, in the, the province. Uh, laundry was being outsourced uh, to private to the private sector, and uh, some of them just didn't have capacity. So we built capacity in many of our hospitals. More many of our hospitals now are doing laundry themselves. Uh, the question of cleanliness, we are we are we we. we, 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 we we, we, we have almost uh, turned most of most of those those have been turned around, but uh, like I'm saying, like for example, yesterday I visited one hospital uh, next to Denalton uh, in Muze, and I was not really very happy about the cleanliness in that hospital. Um, but uh, I know the MEC is going to attend to that. So what was the other one? The the mining. Mm. Uh, situation you know mining is one of our key competitive advantages as a province uh, we in limpopo we are mining almost all the the, the minerals that are being, being mined in south africa we we do have uh, those deposits in this province uh he's very right that uh, there there may be some form of uh, silo like thinking when it comes to the two provinces but uh, I've got an outstanding meeting with uh, the new premier of uh, Mpumalanga, where we are going to work out uh, the issues of the roads for NJS Moroka and uh, the connecting roads in, in J- uh, joint roads in JS Moroka and uh, the joint roads uh, in uh, uh, towards uh, towards municipality that is your Begasford area. Where you you are you've got um, is it uh, uh, soft borders with uh, with with, with Mpumalang. so we've got an outstanding meeting with the premier. We are going to discuss as to how to implement uh, the thinking that one has in as far as that is concerned. But uh, yes, he's right. Uh, we we don't have we we are not talking a lot about the issues on mining. Maybe it's because mining is a national competence. Okay, let's let's pick up. In fact, I'll get to I'll get to Mike uh, in a moment. I also read out some of the SMSs, and there's uh, there's some interesting tweets as well. If you aren't tweeting, hashtag uh, SAFM viewpoint. My guest is Premier Stan Matabata. So besides being the Premier of Limpopo, he's also the ANC chairperson, re-elected there. The same as happened in Gauteng with the with the incumbent uh, in that region. Okay, we'll get your calls and your viewpoint in a moment. From power plants and rail corridors to car factories and space science, Crema Media's Engineering News offers comprehensive coverage of South Africa's real economy and the companies and people that make it tick. Subscribe now at engineeringnews.co.za.
Creamer Media's engineering news, not just for engineers. Mmm, this is so delicious. What's the occasion? I just want to add a little vavavum to our relationship. I'll be right back. Oh, there she goes again. I'm out of here. Haibo. Tamba. Ah, oh, he's gone again. Man, don't run away from your problems. SMS help to 32110 or WhatsApp us on 072-315-2574 for help with your relationship difficulties. Keys and C's apply. SMSs cost one red. They called me crazy. They called me crazy. Crazy. My name is Fezekile Tukela Kuzwai. They called me crazy to protect me. Crazy. Betrayed in childhood. Vilified by her country. Her name reclaimed only in death. Crazy. Based on the book by Redi Chabi, adapted and directed by Napo Mashiani. On at the South African State Theatre, 25th July to 12th of August. Tickets at Computicket. South African State Theatre, celebrating excellence. SAFM, leading the conversation. So much to cover, so much to talk about around the state of Limpopo uh, as a region, uh, and then specifically the state of the ANC within that Limpopo region. Um, but let's get more calls. Okay, just some thoughts. Uh, someone saying away with China. Hashtag open Africa's borders uh, comes from Sean in Port Shepston. Another one. I've always been struck by the Limpopo premier as a politically matured someone. There you are. Um, and that's from KZN. And, and it's got a name Ashraf there, whether that's from Ashraf. Or acknowledging me, I'm really not certain about it. So, but there we are. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, okay, Mike uh, from Cape Town. Go ahead. Hello. Oh, hello. Good evening, Ashraf. Good evening, indeed. Enjoying the show. Thank you. And, and good evening, Premier. Good evening, Mike. Uh, Premier, a couple of things. But first of all, I'm, I'm particularly intrigued by the China situation and the amount of money that, they, uh, that we're borrowing from us. But I'm particularly excited to hear that it's an investment and, and not a loan. Because that's that, yes. I think, really is the difference between, you know, having confidence in the country and, and just lending somebody some money and then uh, making sure that the collateral is so big that when you do eventually recall the loan, the, the, the company, or in this case, the country, will go bankrupt. But I want to know, um, Premier, on what, what are the conditions of this uh, um, investment that they, they must, they, they can't surely be investing into our country um, with 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 the, the I mean uh, South Africa is essentially bankrupt. I don't think you'll disagree with me. I mean, if you look at the SOEs, ESCOM, SAA, PRASA, uh, I, I mean, I could name them all. All of them in in financial distress. And if I look at all the ministries, health, police, um, you know, I can't think of one that is not in a state of distress. Maybe you can, uh, Premier, but I, I can't think of one. Uh, perhaps if you can, you you could let us know. So essentially, this, we're a very bad investment. Uh, to go into. So what do we, what's the catch? Because South Africa, we, we, we're going to show a lousy 1.7% growth, and with this land expropriation without compensation, it is no doubt going to get worse. In fact, it's getting worse as the numbers are starting to show. So probably by this time next year, we'll be lucky if we even see 1% growth. And then uh, the, uh, the just finally, uh, Ashraf and the Premier, the Institute for Accountability is going to reflect a new figure up from $675 billion, that this is effectively money stolen by ANC, up to something like around about $720 billion. Um, so, yeah, I just don't understand why China is so keen to get involved in our country. I'm delighted for it, 
But, uh, yeah, w- what's the catch? Or what, what's happening that I don't know about okay. as a taxpayer and a voter? All Thank right, you, that. thanks for that call, Mike, uh, from Cape Town. Uh, Premier, go ahead. Yes, you know, uh, when it comes to investment, yes. When it comes to investment, uh, uh, as you know, Ashaf and, and many others would know, it's, it's in most instances uh, a win-win situation. It's not that you've got no winner, no loser there. We, we, are, we are both winners. Look, China has been importing a lot of our ferrochrome from this province, and they were sending us uh, uh, finished goods, like uh, your stainless steel products and all these kind of things. And China has got a very huge market for those things also. You know, As you would know that uh, China has got more than uh, 1.3 billion or so uh, population. So what uh, we did, like I said, we, we 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 have been talking to them for the past two years, uh, trying to build uh, a, a strong case for them to end up thinking that uh, they can then invest their money in in our province. But remember, uh, that area also that we are, they are going to invest in is a special economic zone where you've got some uh, concessions that you enter into with anyone who would want to invest in that special economic zone. And uh, the success of China to a large extent can be attributed to special economic zones. Uh, they call them special business zones that uh, one visited. Um, this TISCO that I'm talking about that uh, melts steel and produces uh, stainless steel uh, is a company that was incubated in a special economic zone in China. And it's now one of the biggest government business that uh, deals with melt, um, melting of, of steel. So they would want to expand their uh, business into Africa. And they see South Africa as the gateway towards uh, the, inter- the, 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 the African Well, business. look, I mean, they, they would do so. I think the bigger question, not just for China in Limpopo, but even China in South Africa today with uh, the whole country regarding their investment just ahead of BRICS, um, has been uh, this concern from people that, you know, whether they invest or whether they give loans, they virtually it's a it's a modern form of colonization that we that we can do without. What, what do what do you feel? What do you say about that? I think that's the issue that I most people are concerned about. I don't think so. It becomes a modern form of colonization when you you get into concessions that 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 gives him, that gives them almost every power to take decisions in your country without you having a say in 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 in, 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 the, in that those businesses. But the agreements that we enter into with them, you know, we make sure that as a provincial government, they will be regulated, they will be subjected to all conditions and laws of this country. So so, so, so that uh, it's not like uh, they are coming with their money and they are saying you take it or... or okay, but, but you or see, how, how will we know that? I mean, are, aren't there other ways of, you know, maybe not colonization, but, but influence? And surely influence will happen when investments are massive. How do you get that balance right between taking either their soft loans or taking their direct investments um, and, and, and borrowing some of the influence, which is very positive, it can rub off onto you, but also ensuring that, that you keep some negative things away. And it could be China, it could be India, it could be Russia, it could be any one of the other BRICS nations or Brazil or the USA or whatever. You know, how, do you, how do you get that balance right? 
when you invest in a country uh, uh, or perhaps when you come with a, a business project, business case, uh, there are sectors of production that must be taken into account, like your land and all this kind of thing. This, the Chinese come here and they don't buy land, you know, which is the most important factor of production that will still be under the control of the provincial government of Limpopo. They are coming here with the business, you know, not, uh, not, not, not the ownership of the land in the first instance. They are coming here in partnership with the provincial government and local business uh, in, in, in South Africa. So, um, yes, I mean, uh, uh, there is this thing that uh, uh, the one who, 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 who pays the piper dictates the tune. But uh, in this particular case, I don't think that is that kind of case. Here we are, it's, it's, it's a mutual agreement that we're entering into. Uh, it's a pure business case. Whether it makes business to us as South Africans, as Limpopo people, and, uh, or it, 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 it also makes business to them. Uh, if it was not big, making business to us, business sense to us, uh, I'm sure that we wouldn't have agreed to that investment. Okay, and 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 are there? And I'll get to other callers like Safudi and Tebuko in a second. But 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 what are the checks and balances? How do you ensure that what you're saying, which is very honourable, doesn't actually happen? That is why we said we must uh, make sure that uh, this uh, deal is not signed by the provincial government. It's signed by a uh, the business entity of the provincial government which is Limpopo Economic Development Agency, which has been in business for many, many years. We have entered into agreements with uh, many uh, uh, international companies. We have entered into an agreement with Lonin. We have entered into agreement with Anglo-Platinum. We have got, uh, entered into agreement with the Chinese in Asa Metals and Dilokong uh, Chrome. We do have that experience, and we have never been colonized after that. Okay, let's get more calls on these issues now. Teboko uh, in a second. Sefuri, go ahead from Ranfontein. Hello. Evening, Ashraf and the Premier Day. Good talking to you. Thank you. Good evening. Ashraf, I can bet my bottom buttock, China will not adhere to those terms. China will bring its own ex-prisoners to come and work at those uh, 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 plants that they intend to build. China will not transfer skills. Mark my word. But my point, I was on succession planning there in Limpopo, whereby you find that there's a group that contested that went to court. They lost, but they are now walking wounded. They are busy mobilizing for the next conference. I think with ANC going forward, they must start now having a succession plan. Who's going to succeed that premier? Then things can run smoothly. Finally, Ashraf, our kids still dying in pit latrines. When are you going to deal with that going forward? I think you ought to be audited, premier, even into you. Okay, got that. Thank you for that. So let, let's start with the last part first. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very, very topical current issue about the, the pit latrines and people dying and children dying. Uh, how, how do you rate a success of a province when you have that sort of problem? 
in terms of the Limpopo development plan, uh, we, we we have got a target that uh, by the end of it was a five years a five years plan that that uh, we must have at least uh, eliminated fifty three percent of the titular trees. Uh, remember, Asaf, we are a rural economy. We are a rural province, which at some stage, uh, not very long ago, you would have villages that did not even have a single uh, toilet with running water. Uh, a lot of villages, you know. Um, and 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 we. It's not like we are starting at the, a, a point where we can say we are building on on a foundation that has, has already been created by someone. Uh, we are. We came here 25 years ago, where you've gotten almost nothing. It started from zero a zero base. In some instances, it was a negative base. You know. So the issue of pitla greens, we are we've got a program of dealing with them. If I had uh, multitudes of, uh, of money in uh, uh, to my disposal, uh, I would say we'll deal with them in, in one year. But unfortunately, there are other competing needs. But Comrade uh, uh, Ashef, there is uh, this problem of uh, some of our people in, uh, in, 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 in in the country of being pessimistic. Um, you know, we've got, since I was in government uh, since uh, 1994, we have entered into a lot of agreement with, uh, agreements with Chinese companies. Uh, in 2014, 2015, it's uh, 2015, yes, 2015, 2016, we entered into an agreement with one uh, Chinese company to come and build, a, a, it was a one point something billion rands, to come and build a cement company in Chavazimbi. Mm-hmm. That cement company is currently running. The Chinese sent young people, 100 young people from that area to China to go and trade and come back and uh, as, 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 as qualified technicians within uh, that, that company. That company is now employing people from that area, from Tawazimba and from Limpopo. So you see there's a very positive form of employment. Yeah. You can go and see, see it. Okay. Uh, right. Let's get to another call, Teboho, who's holding, holding on now. Teboho, hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, good evening, Ashraf, and good evening to the Premier. Thank you for Good evening, Tebo. Yes, uh, first let me uh, congratulate uh, Comrade Premier for his re-election as the chairperson of the NC. Thank you. And uh, as one of the young people of Limpopo, uh, we, we are happy with his leadership, and we are happy with the initiative that uh, the premier, since he has been the premier of Limpopo, he started to engage in making sure that there are there is foreign investment, especially in the province. So, uh, as he has been emphasizing that uh, Limpopo is is a, a rural province, uh, I want to be a bit out of order in terms of uh, the issues of uh, housing allowance. Uh, I'm, I'm not, not housing allowance, I mean rural allowance because there are 
many uh, government employees who are working in rural areas, but uh, they they are denied rural allowance. So I want I I, I would request him to conceptualize that, even though it is uh, out of the uh, the topic uh, that we are discussing. Thank you very much. Okay, got that. Thank you. Right. Uh, Premier Matabata is with me, the Premier of uh, Limpopo, also the re-elected now ANC chairperson of that region. Uh, respond to uh, Teboho. Yes, uh, Teboho is very right. We, 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 have, we have had a lot of discussions with the trade union uh, movement about this issue of rural allowance because almost every part of this province is rural. And uh, it, the, 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 the problem was how then do you define rural in, in a province such as Limpopo, which is predominantly rural in terms of uh, national norms and standards? So there, 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 there is. I know, I know the director general is working on on on, on that issue of uh, the rural allowance. Uh, that is why we don't have labour currently uh, being very angry with us because labour is aware that we are we are we are working on 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 that matter. And we are also discussing it with uh, the National Department of uh, uh, DPSA uh, so as to can get a solution to this problem as to what is rural, who qualifies for this rural allowance. Uh, but I can guarantee him that we'll get a solution soon. Okay. What do you think are the biggest concerns you have in your province? Meaning, you know, every province, even when it works well, there are like serious concerns that you have. Name first perhaps the three most pressing issues for you. Water, health, uh, roads. Those are the biggest problems. Remember the roads backlog in, 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 in Limpopo was the biggest uh, in 1994 when we started. Bigger than almost in all the provinces. Because we did not have uh, tight roads in, in, in our province. Uh, we still having that that problems, despite the fact that the, this ANC government has made a huge stand uh, into that uh, backlog. But uh, uh, still, we still having a lot of problems with uh, uh, road, the road uh, road net, uh, building. All right, so let's talk about the water first. So, so water, what what is the problem, and what's the plan to resolve? The the problem currently, in, initially, it was the sources. Now we managed to build dams. We built uh, the rock dams. We built Nandoni dams. We raised the uh, flag with yellow uh, dam level. So currently, it's the issue of reticulation and the capacity within the municipality. municipalities. Uh, I think, Chef, uh, uh, one other challenge that we must accept as a province, and I think I don't, I don't think it's our province alone, is that we're still having serious challenges with capacity of capacity in our municipalities. Um, so as a result, you find that you've got a dam, but the reticulation network is not up to standard or it's just non-existent. So those are some of the challenges that we are facing and we are dealing with. All right, that that's the issue of water, right? Then let's talk about the roads. What's your what's your issue yeah. with roads? The issue of roads is what I started with. Mm. That uh, we 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 had a huge backlog of roads. Uh, 
and gravel roads and dust roads. Uh, but currently, uh, we did make a serious dent to that. Uh, we made a, an impact uh, in, in terms of building uh, a lot of roads, a uh, road network in, in the, the province. But still, we still... Uh, having a lot of challenges, still having a lot of routes that still needs to be built because there are still uh, gravel routes. Some of some of them are commercial routes because uh, they lead to agriculture, very important ag- agricultural projects, but they are still gravel. Uh, yes, we've got a road master plan that we are dealing with, but uh, our people basically... Uh, once roads as in yesterday, third uh, roads as in yesterday. So those are the kind of challenges. Mm. We're, we're but but it's understandable, isn't it, that they, wanna, they would want it yesterday? Yes. Everybody, everybody would want to get the best services out of his government. Yeah, I've been asking people, we understand. We understand that. I've been asking people to, to tweet as well, so please do that. Hashtag SAFM Viewpoint. Um, let's get another call. Peter from Joburg. Hello, Peter. Hi. Good evening, sir. Good evening, indeed. Thank you. And so, how do you this, Alwen? I go right there. Our smart. I just have two little questions. The first one, I remember it was recorded during the the trial that the dam, the what, the hope dam, yes. was. I mean, the one that was almost full to capacity. Mm. due to, I mean, water being unused. And if you mm. go to around Sikukune area, I mean, we're struggling with water. Mm. And the second one is, I mean, concerning agriculture. I mean, our subsistence farming, I mean, has fallen. The reason was being that, I mean, the government came to help to provide some tractors and the stuff, but the whole system collapsed. I mean, our... Fields are lying far. I mean, nothing. No farming, nothing. You're waiting for the tractors. They're not coming. So they kill the whole agriculture. Please just explain, I mean, what is happening and assist. Because, I mean, we need fences for those fields and keep on supplying the tractors as, I mean, people promise, I mean, the elders that they will be there, but nothing is happening. Thank you. Okay, got that. Thank you for that call. Right, go ahead. The biggest problem of agriculture in our problem, our province, is irrigation. Uh, because you, you, you no longer have uh, raining seasons, which are very, which, which brings heavy rains that, 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 like we used to have in the past. So what we did uh, as a province is that we must come up with irrigation schemes. Uh, hence, uh, we are t- we are taking water now from various dams. Like he's talking about uh, the Hub Dam, which was uh, opened, mm. I think, in 2014. It was finished in 2014. Um, and I have already alluded to the fact that uh, in some instances where you get a source like the Hub Dam having full uh, filled up with water, but uh, people not having water, it's either a question of capacity. But in the hope, it was also a question of uh, electricity, you know, the amount of electricity that uh, the the municipality needed to reticulate water to local villages. 
that was one of the challenges, and I think that challenge has, has, has been addressed now. Hence, many of the villages are now getting water uh, close to that uh, to, to, to develop them, and some are still going to get that water because the infrastructure is being built. In some instances, uh, indeed, yeah, it's just a question of capacity. In some, it's just a question of capacity. I wonder whether others would, would concur. There's, there's lots of people calling. And I think, you know, unlike what we do often, we look at a whole lot of policy issues, certainly in the position of Sten Matabata being the premier of um, the, the region, uh, there's, a, there's a clear sense of people wanting to, to put questions to the premier directly about service delivery issues, which I think is absolutely fine, uh, because central to that would be how the ANC will do in that next election. I'll get to justice from Guiani in just a second. Let's just fast forward to that, because I don't want to forget about this one. You know, even your, your president, President Ramaphosa, the country's president, but the ANC president also, um, has spoken about, you know, a common goal and, and asking all of you with different ideas to at least uh, with this breath of fresh air but be committed to to that next election how do you think you will fare as the ANC in in your region in uh, 2019 now we think we are going to improve uh, on the uh, 68% that we had uh, in the previous election we we, we are targeting at uh, plus 80% in the, in this province uh, and we've got no reason to believe that our people will not vote for us because uh, we think we have done uh, a lot of things. We have not done uh, all what uh, our people want, would have wanted us to do, but we have done it a lot. Would you, would you, would you therefore say that by and large, by virtue of the, of the demographics and the region uh, of your province, that, that uh, Limpopo is one of the fairly safe ANC provinces? I think we're one of the most stable provinces in the country. Uh, I, I think you would agree with me on that one. You don't hear a lot of things that we are hearing in other provinces in Limpopo. Okay. We're going to go to justice. We just lost you. Do call back because I want to get your opinion. 089 Lots of people asking questions. Um, and, and there's another interesting one about, again, the toilets, which seems to be a recurring thing. Uh, SAFM viewpoint, when you do tweet and you tag and you use that hashtag, it's easier for us to pick up a trend of discussion. Mm-hmm. But then tag me, Ashraf Garda, as well as SAFM Radio. They called me crazy. They called me crazy. crazy. My name is Fezekile Tukela Kuzwai. They called me crazy to protect me. Crazy. Betrayed in childhood. Vilified by her country. Her name reclaimed only in death. Crazy. Based on the book by Redi Chabi. Adapted and directed by Napo Mashiani. On at the South African State Theatre. 25th July to 12th of August. Tickets at Compute Ticket. South African State Theatre. Celebrating excellence. 8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Asraf Garda. Okay, Justice, you're back on the line. Let, let's get to you right away. Justice, go ahead. Hello. Hello, sir. Yes, you're on the uh, air. Can I please, uh, please uh, ask uh, Comrade Premier a question? Don't ask for permission. Just talk to him. He's waiting, listening. Yeah. <laughs> He's waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Premier, the, the land claims that have been going on for 21 years. Do you still have a problem with capacity in that case? The land claims has been going on for 21 years. Uh, yes, I agree with you, but that was not just a question of capacity. It was also a question of uh, the willing buyer, willing seller principle. 
Justice? All right, Justice, do call back. We'll, we'll, we'll take your call uh, on that one. Now, the third of the, of the big problems you mentioned, uh, what was it that we spoke about water? We spoke about roads. You, I think you mentioned health, right? Yes. Health, yeah. yeah. Tell me about, about the health situation in your province. The health situation is improving radically. As you would remember, uh, at some stage, I think in 2014, in my state of the province address, I actually stated that uh, the fleet of ambulances were, were uh, almost obsolete. Uh, we we assured the nation, we assured the, the province that uh, we will be buying 50 ambulances every year annum since then, and we have been doing that. And we 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 actually uh, revamped our fleet. Uh, we, we we've got the. Uh, a relatively reliable ambulance system now. We also said we are going to deal with this issue of uh, the, the laundry services in our hospitals. We are going to deal with the occasion of drugs and medication in our hospitals. And we have successfully did that. We no longer have hospitals where you would go and say, uh, I was in this particular hospital and I could not get medication. We, if that happens, we immediately charge those uh, officials who are working in that hospital because we make sure that uh, we we actually have a backup for each and every uh, hospital when it comes to medication and uh, and the systems that we build to ensure that we don't have we don't incur or encounter that kind of uh, challenge or problem any longer are uh, among the best uh, systems in the world. Uh, so, 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 so. I think we have improved on quite a lot of areas in our health system, but still, like I said, uh, being a rural province, we still do have uh, problems with capacity in some instances where you don't have specialists, you don't have uh, qualified engineers in some instances, even accountants. You know, you you want a chartered accountant to head a particular. Uh, hospital as a CFO, it becomes very difficult to get that person to a, a hospital, a rural area such as Zimanyana uh, in Hamatala, you know, because the, the the economy around that area cannot sustain that kind of a, a, a person. You need to incentivize that person differently. How, how do you uh, think this, the national... Uh, you know, the NHI will... will ch- it, it, I mean, it's not going to happen in one day, but are you supportive of it? Very supportive of it. Very supportive. Take, for example, you know, uh, fortunately for me, uh, in particular, I was an ambassador at some stage in in in, in Central Europe, in the country called uh, Ukraine. I have seen this uh, this thing uh, in Europe working. Like, for example, in 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 UK, in the UK, in UK, the public sector is much better than the private sector because of. Uh, uh, the, 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 the uh, uh, investment of government in the public sector. Uh, I think once once the NHI can take off properly, uh, it will take time before it can reach to a standard that I'm, I'm talking about. But I'm sure that uh, if uh, people can be patient enough and allow the NHI to take off, 
uh, with this kind of uh, eagerness that the the minister is having, I, I've got a lot of confidence in in, in Minister Mzalid. And I think once it takes off, we'll, we'll, we'll be very thankful of, uh, of, of, of the decision, all of us. Okay, there's some other questions around land. Uh, I should have asked the Premier with due respect, when they will remove the flowing of the uh, of the sewage in in Guad in Guadice River, um, and that uh, comes from saying it's almost in the Muarici, Muarici River. Is it is it okay through Mahalakwena, right? So that's the question. Oh, Muadici, Muadici, okay. Oh, Muadici, right? Okay. Yeah, what, yes. what 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 can you tell us about that? Uh, well, I, I'll have to talk to the to the mayor about that one, but uh, I was not aware that there is that uh, flowing of uh, sewage. Into right. the, the, but, the claim, the, but the claim is that it's 13 years. I mean, I find either he's wrong or you wrong. If, if it's 13 years, how would you not be aware of it? Uh, and and you, you know, uh, so either if you're not aware of it, it's very strange. On the other hand, if you are aware of it, why would you do nothing about it? Isn't it? Being aware of a sewage system that flows into a particular river in 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 in, in the province, that's the claim. I, yeah, I I are you, are you, are you saying that uh, it's, it's it's not possible that uh, the premier may not know about it? No, I, well that that's my. I'm saying that the listener says it's been on for, it's been running for 13 years. Now that's 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 an amazing amount of time. 13 years without and and it's still going on. I mean that would be that would be a concern, isn't it? It is. It, it should be a concern, yes. But uh, not, like I'm saying now that I, I heard about it, uh, I miss, because I know, you know, uh, Ashaf, the Mwadiche uh, River, you know, in Mohalakwin, uh passes through a lot of uh, rural areas, and the uh, sewage system that was built there uh, next to a place called Ndravai Conch, it was built for a small community. So I think you may find that it is now picking up because uh, you've got uh, a huge community around there which are actually using running toilets okay. now. It's no longer like in All the right. past. We're gonna, so we're gonna have why to. I'm saying I'll investigate. We'll investigate. That, uh, Maybe let let us yeah. know because I think we'd like to mention that to the listeners as well. That's where we're going to have to leave it, uh, Premier. Your time up. As our big hitter is done, unfortunately. Love to have chatted more. Uh, best wishes with what you can do in the future and look forward to further engagement. That's the big hitter for the night, Stan Matabata, the Premier of uh, Limpopo, as well as the re-elected now ANC chairperson in that region. Our big picture, well, can only be about Zimbabwe, don't you think, ahead of an election that is imminent. It's upon us. Let's get the news. It's 9 o'clock.